Ferrari. 99. Oh boy. Alright, well, <clears throat> this is Randy J, and you're listening to the Back Table Podcast. Yeah. I don't judge a man by the length of his hair, the kind of music he listens to. Rock was never my bag. But you put on a pair of shoes when you walk into the New York Public Library, fella. Welcome to episode 99 of the Backtable Comedy Podcast. It's your hosts with the most dick in their butts. Jesus. It's Andrew Crone and Josh Ashton, who is with me, as always. <laughs> I forgot to say that before. <laughs> that was a new intro. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Oh, why? I was up. I was up. Just giggling. Yeah, hard on? Uh, me and uh, Ferris and Uncle Gus on the shroomy shrooms did a little, little bit of acid, and oh. we just were up laughing all night. <laughs> <laughs> just laughing and lying. Just stupid laughter. I think laughing at one what? at one point, me and Ferris were just outside smoking by because we have like a, one of those propane fires, mm-hmm. and we just started doing this little bit like, "Hey, check it out! I'm making, I'm doing Blue Angels like in like in Dumb and Dumber, hopping farting on the fire." And then like, and then like, oh yeah, my turn. And then someone just diarrheas on the fire and puts it out. And, just, and we were just acting that out. And we just neighbors are like, we what just, the fuck is happening? Yeah, pretty much. It was like eleven o'clock, twelve at night, and we're just laughing our ass off, going diarrhea in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> just stupid fun. It's like eight in the morning. There's an old man raking, just looking at you, like, what the fuck? This is the best night of my life. I'll get you damn kids for this. You're all gonna die. Raking up a bunch of diarrhea off his lawn. <laughs> yeah, to Ferris, it might not have been a joke. Yeah. <laughs> to get serious afterwards, like, yeah, but seriously, dude. Seriously, we should shit in the fire. I accidentally my diarrhea. We should in the shit fire. in the fire. <laughs> Somebody shit in the fire. <clears throat> anyway, so, so that's yeah, what I'm you a little got bit done. Groggy and oh yeah, and Stuart. Did you sleep at all? Yeah, Stuart had made. Uh, Edible brown, a bunch of big batch of brownies on huh. Friday. So I was, we were also just kind of eating big chunks of that throughout the night. So eventually, I was, you know, I had to go to bed. <laughs> like it was like three thirty in the morning, and then I woke the mind up, didn't though. Woke up at <laughs> ten, and I was just like peeled my eyes open. I was like, <laughs> oh, like tearing Velcro. And I took a giant smelly weed shit. Oh. And I could see it looked exactly like the brownie that I'd eaten the night before, and it smelled. Sometimes like the that happens. Like one <laughs> oh, time, yeah. I got like more royally baked than I usually have. Like you know, when you're drunk and then you just like you forget that you've already smoked, and then you smoke again like two seconds after, and then you're like, oh, I'm not even high, and then you just have another one, and then all of a sudden it's just like, yeah, yeah. 
I did that, but then I took a shit the next morning. And it just reeked like weed. Hot box the whole house. I had a friend in high school who smoked more weed in high school than I do now. And I remember, like, in gym class once, yeah. we were working, I think we were just working hard. And he started... Or hardly working. Hey, <laughs> hey. And he started, he started sweating in, and I was like, are you... Did you get high earlier? He's like, no, I... <laughs> I think it's just coming out of my pores. <laughs> it's like, it's like those Gatorade commercials. Potent. I feel like I could have drank his sweat and gotten a buzz. <laughs> so you remember those Gatorade commercials? Michael Jordan's like, he's sweating out like oh, or- yeah. orange Gatorade. That's and right. Shit. The old Gatorade commercials where they just sweat Gatorade. It's freaking creepy. Like, you think you're drinking too much of that stuff if you're starting to have think, blue sweat. He thinks you're diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably go to a doctor if you're sweating Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, I have... Uh, Bright yellow sweat is that is that a problem? <laughs> is that a problem? Unless you're a conehead, I don't know. Of course not. It just means you have got a lot of electrolytes <laughs> in your system. <laughs> means you're hydrated, pal. Means you can break ankles on the court. Means you can slam dunk with the best of them. Yeah, your arm can stretch out past half court and dunk. Have you seen the trailer for the new Space Jam? Space Jam Two, the new batch. It's taken long enough. They they announced that LeBron James was going to do it like. Ten years ago, didn't they? I think it's been in the works for a while, yeah. It better did, be fucking good. But did you see the trailer? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay, well. Does it look stupid? It does look stupid, but a little bit of Hollywood hypocrisy. Uh-oh. So, Pepe Le Pew, the famous Looney Tunes character. Yes. Cancelled for what reason? Just being a creepy, smelly Frenchman. <laughs> Being a being a being a dirty, creepy, smelly Frenchman yeah. rapist, right? Well, I was thinking about that too, because everyone's like, "Oh, no means no," but he, that cat was dressed as a skunk, and skunk don't speak cat, so he doesn't know what no is. It was also a cat. Yeah, a cartoon cat. Yeah, not a not a human female woman. No, 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 no. So, oh, what actor is in it who's a rapist? Um. Well. Uh, so, yeah, Pepe Le Pew, the character that was in the first Space Jam... Cancelled. Cancelled for being a dirty Frenchman rapist. Didn't they make uh, Lola Bunny not hot anymore, either? Yeah, she looks... She They made her look like Lizzo. Uh, <laughs> She's fat? <laughs> yeah, they made her look like uh, early thousands Adele oh. with rabbit ears, so... Uh, so she, she looks good on my toilet eating a Reuben? No, but for a split second shot in the trailer, because yeah. they've now mixed a bunch of different... IPs in there. In the crowd, you see all these different movie characters. IPs? Uh, Internet? No, it's just like... Um, like, Looney Tunes would be its own IP. Huh? And I don't know what the... Talking fuck, about computers? It's not a computer thing. It's like a... What the frick are you talking about? It's an abbreviation. <clears throat> Animated... Inanimate person? I don't know. No, I don't know what it stands for. But you just like, use the word, huh? The characters <laughs> from Looney Tunes would be their own IP. Okay. Whereas, the, and then the c- characters from Disney would be their own IP. It's like a separate, oh, like a licensing. Yeah, thing? licenses like a licensing thing. But so there's a bunch of different characters from different movies in the crowd, and it shows in the front row, r- courtside, in the Spike Lee seats, the gang from Clockwork Orange. Oh. <laughs> And you they, know, they didn't do anything bad. The ones that literally raped a woman on screen? Yeah, and beat the shit out of a homeless guy. But Pepe Le Pew, 
<laughs> can't be in there. But we can throw in these Clockwork Orange guys. Yeah, well. This just shows that, yeah. <laughs> that Disney or whoever, Warner Brothers, clearly does not give a shit. It's just like, yeah. oh, the public said the Pepe is bats. So now we got to put them away. Yeah. Because everyone remembers that one episode where Pepe Le Pew took a penis sculpture and smashed the cat's head in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone remembers that. Where Stabbed it with a big cock. Pepe Le Pew just <laughs> vandalized a bunch of art and then raped a woman. Yeah. In front of her paralyzed husband. He wasn't paralyzed at that point, was he? But now, Pepe Le Pew has been lobotomized, electroshock therapy, and, you know, he had his cornea scratched while filming that scene where they stretched his eyes open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was lobotomized, and then... So, yeah, that was a fun little thing to see. <laughs> yeah, that's some... Uh... Why? What's the benefit of even having Clockwork Orange? I don't know. I thought it was a kids' movie. The droogies. In it's the... just so the parents that take their kids to it and point at it and go, oh, "It's from that movie I saw in the seventies where they raped a woman." Yeah. And Brutally. Then and then it turns out they're pointing at Pepe Le Pew the whole time. <laughs> they're still just pointing at Pepe Le Pew. That'd be a good test. Like, have Pepe still in the movie, but and not see... have, but not have any lines. Yeah. Just have him there, and then have them there also, like the droogies, and then see. Which one they get complaints about most. Or have Pepe Le Pew dressed as Alec DeLarge, or whatever the guy's name is. Yeah, Alex. Alex DeLarge. DeLarge? <clears throat> yeah, he was like a he was a crazy rapist, because in the book, because you know in the movie how he picks up those two chicks in the uh, record store, mm-hmm. and then takes them back and bangs them to like fast-ass, like, Flay of the Bumblebee shit? <clears throat> in the books, in the books, they're like 12 years old. <laughs> fucking really and he's like out of high school would have been out there raping cats at that age yeah but uh yeah <clears throat> I freaking uh I had a weird ass dream last night oh I think you're gonna say a wet ass dream no <laughs> <laughs> wet ass dream I came so many times it's well, a wet it was, ass dream it was kind of a it wasn't like a scary scary it was more like offsetting it's unsettling uh, unsettling I think yeah is be the right word cause uh I had a dream that we were in our new house that we're moving to, and then we're getting to meet all the neighbors and shit. Uh-huh. And then the neighbors um, come over to hang out. All and then the guys dressed as Clockwork Orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they have a weird mask with dressed big as cock skunks. <laughs> Even worse, they're dressed as skunks. <laughs> Those are the worst type of rapists. The ones that just smooch you. They don't actually bang you. <laughs> they just grab you and smooch you. But uh, the neighbor and his wife come over. Then the wife goes to the bathroom, and then as he's as she's gone, the guy neighbor starts making out with J Dog like on the couch, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, that doesn't fucking fly in this fucking <laughs> doesn't fly in here, and I'm like, what the fuck, and I'm kicking him out, but at the same time I'm eating a brownie, and I have all these sick fucking burns You're in my kicking head. Kicking him out, he's just like, what, what, <laughs> what I do? I'm stuffing my face with a brownie with one hand, and I'm grabbing him by the scruff and throwing him outside at the same time. And I have all these sick insults to say to him, but, but my face is, is full filled of brownie? with brownie and I can't get the insults out. And I wake up in a cold sweat. <laughs> That's <laughs> your nightmare is yeah. not being able to insult someone when yeah. you have the am- I was opportunity? Having a, I was having a blow up and I fucking, I wasn't able to get at all my sick burns because the guy was bald. He was fucking, he was, <laughs> he had all these sick fucking but burns. But dream you just kept stuffing brownie into your gullet? <laughs> His dad had just died. I had all these sick burns in my head, How but I couldn't. you know that? It was in my, in my dream. You can make anything happen. 
Well, my dream is dad just died. So. I don't know. Maybe that's why they were, they were talking about it when they were over. It was kind of a blur. I was just, I woke up and I was like. <gasps> don't remember how you knew. You just knew that yeah. his dad was dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, that was the most terrifying thing is that I couldn't get all these sick insults because I had some fucking gold ones. But I was too busy some eating bangers. <laughs> I had some bangers for that guy, but I can't give you any examples because it was a dream. I forgot all of them, but I had some good jokes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a good one. Yeah. Should have been Just there. Trust dude. me, it was fucking good. Should have been there, man. Oh, man, I destroyed this guy the other day. Yeah, where? In my dream. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I couldn't really because I was eating a brownie. It might have been more embarrassing if you actually destroyed him because then you probably would have bragged about it. And, <laughs> and then it would have been like, when when did this happen? Last night? Where? <laughs> In my dream. <laughs> <laughs> With a make-believe. Turns out it's just Vesner and you're just like imagining, you're like, I'm going to destroy this fucking guy. <laughs> There was a big meltdown in real life the other day. So I was going to, I was driving home from work and I was getting KFC on the way home. And the lady Wait, was like, what? before you go any further, was the meltdown <laughs> oozing out of your asshole? <laughs> no, now <laughs> okay. it is. It is now. All right, just confirming. Yeah, it's just a slow trickle. Dripping like a, into your shoes. Yeah, like a stream that's about to dry just up, but not quite. Just a trickle of shit dripping into my gum boots. <laughs> <laughs> Down the crack of your mama's ass, end up a brown stain on the mattress. God. <laughs> but uh, I was coming home, and the lady's like, hey, uh, this is what I want from the KFC if you're going there. And I was like, yeah, and I went there. And then as I'm in line, like, you know, okay, have you ever been to KFC and, like, had to sit and wait for the takeout? Uh, no. It fucking takes forever. Like it doesn't. There was nobody in the store. Didn't this happen to you a couple of weeks ago too? Yeah, I go to KFC a lot. And just look at me, dude. <laughs> I'm Fair fucking enough. huge. Fair enough. Yeah, you're fucking jacked. You are a fatty. But I'm in. There was no one in line at the time, so I was ordered, and then it was taking like twenty minutes. And they, by that time, it had like filled up, and I'm sitting there waiting, and then the lady phones me, and this is the phone call I get. She's like. <laughs> Henry, and I'm like, what the fuck? And like, what the, what's happening? She's like, I can't, he's got, I think he's, and then hung up. And I was like, oh shit! And like, what the fuck is happening? And I was like, that'll be good for when you have a kid. <laughs> yeah. So I like, I. Beep. I guess I gotta go home. Yeah. But uh, and then I was like, what the fuck? So I go to phone back, but then she phoned me again, right again, uh, right away. Henry's gonna, he's not right. Something's wrong with Henry. He's gonna, he's gonna, I don't want him to die in my arms. And like, it's, she's yelling it so loud, everyone in the KFC can hear it. And then I'm like, it's okay. I'm, I'll be there and like, I'll be there soon. Is there any way you could hurry up that, uh, <laughs> hurry up that bucket? What's that? <laughs> everyone can hear it. Everyone can hear it. And then I just turned the phone off. I turned the phone off and I just continued waiting for my KFC. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone just hears me. Yeah, is there any way we could hurry that uh, <laughs> the three-piece chicken meal up? <laughs> I didn't even say anything. I just sat there in silence waiting for it still, and everyone's looking at mm. me like, they just heard Henry's going to die in my arms. I don't want arms. Henry to die in my arms. And then just like, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, and I'll be there soon. Yeah, and then yeah. just hit click, and I still wait for my KFC. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, but yeah, it was like, we thought he was dying when I came home too. He was still, he was like, 
he was like sitting there, you know, when you're like really tired and you're like your eyes, you can't keep them open. They just slowly close and they open. And then like he was like really like out of it. Lethargic. Super lethargic. And it looked like he was like, it actually looked like he was fading out and he was dying. So we took him in and uh, I guess his blood sugar was low. <laughs> yeah, he must be diabetic. Kind of diabetic. And then, anything, huh? So that's why he was lethargic. But then he had like a piece of grass stuck in his eye and that's why he was blinking and like squinting. So that's all it was, but I fucking <laughs> thought so. I was like, <laughs> I was sitting there in KFC just helpless. I'm like, I already paid 30 bucks. I'm not fucking yeah. even. <laughs> like, I'm just staying here to wait. <laughs> and everyone else just hears somebody's going to die in someone's arms. And someone's hysterical on the other side. And I go, yeah, okay, I'll be there soon. Click. And you're just, just kick standing there <laughs> waiting for another like five minutes. And eventually you realize everyone's kind of looking at you. You're just, you're just like, it's my son. <laughs> All these fat, ugly it's my, people. It's my, it's my son. These fat KFC people are just looking at me and shaking their heads. I'm like, you can't judge shit. Fuck off. Look where you it's are. Like, it's a guinea pig. And they're like, oh, and they all just turn around. <laughs> <laughs> they all just look yeah. away. Like, oh, I don't give a shit. Okay. They get even hungrier. <laughs> Ooh, mm, that sounds good. Any spices? Yeah, just looking. They don't even know it's a guinea pig. I'm like, you would do the same, you fuckheads. <laughs> well, yes, we would. <laughs> fucking... Two weeks ago, I didn't mention this at the time because I was still kind of freaked out by it, to be honest, but... Uh, you cut your cock off? No. Oh. Um, like, everyone, he's fine now, but we were making fun of him for it last night, in fact. But two weeks ago, like, Zauer, uh, who we've had on the show before, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, like, I guess, died at my house. Hmm? Yeah. So he's a zombie? No, we... Well, he... I had some of the comics over f- into his backyard for, like, a barbecue or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Verge was in town, so me and Verge went over. We ate some acid mm-hmm. and then walked over. And then when we got there, we were hanging out for a bit, and then I think Zauer ate some mushrooms. And then eventually, I think some people were going to Vestner's hot tub, but we were like, fuck that, we're gonna go trip balls. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> did you say it like that? Come on, I gang! I did, I did. I said, come on, gang, let's go trip balls. You guys are dressed like those guys on the poster at the liquor store, just like, yeah. do you want your kids Do you to- want these guys to teach your kids about alcohol? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, they look pretty cool. They seem like a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, so then we went back... Oh, and me and Verge also did the M- MDMA that weekend as well. <clears throat> And uh, so we go we go back to my place, and it's uh, me and Virgin Zauer, and then Ferris. And Is that what you call him, Virgin Zauer? Virgin Zauer. <laughs> uh, and then Andrew Verge was there as well. <laughs> and then Ferris, who lives there, and Stuart was hanging out. <clears throat> and we got back to our place, and, uh, you know, we're tripping pretty hard. And we're like, hey, Zauer, just so you know, we're also on MDMA. And he's like, oh, can I try some? So... I think Verge gave him like just a little bit, and it was ninety-eight percent pure or whatever. But Zauer's also not been smoking cigarettes. Two percent fentanyl. He's not been smoking cigarettes for yeah. like the last month or so. Mm-hmm. And he's also like a hypochondriac kind of guy. He's kind of like you, where he's just like <clears throat> he's always going to the doctor whenever you think something's wrong with him, mm-hmm. sort of thing. So we're sitting there, and we we go up for a smoke. It's just before midnight. We've been smoking pot all night too, and we come back inside. And I noticed that he's really white, and you're supposed to drink lots of water when you're an MDMA. So I was like, hey, man, take a big gulp of that water. I'll go refill it for you. So he does, and I go refill it, hand it to him, and we're all just sitting there. We had just been playing Quiplash. There was MDMA in the water? No. Oh, okay. We, we had just been playing Quiplash, and it's got that like really repetitive music, like, dude. Yeah. 
dip, 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 It's like a loading screen over and over again, right? And we we're all there were so many signs. We just hear Zara say, "Can someone turn the music off?" I'm like, yes, yeah. We so just, he was having a freak out. We just turn it down, and then we hear. I think that, I think the uh, the nicotine rush was too much, and I'm thinking like, oh, okay. And then he just drops the water in his hand. So he just, took all these drugs, and then he's like, I think I took too much nicotine. <laughs> well, <isn't>, what? <laughs> if okay, I'll I'll explain after. Also, we just hear, hear water hit the floor, just splash, and I think he's doing a bit like he's just spilling. <laughs> his water on <laughs> you the motherfucker and I'm like what the fuck and we look over at him and i lit he just slumps forward and i'm like what like i literally think i just saw him die oh fuck it looked, me fuck me it looked like he just <laughs> don't dro- die on me it was like one second he's looking at us and then he just looked like he dropped dead but he was still breathing he was just like, <laughs> he's snoring it, it was like he fell asleep is yeah in hindsight it, it, it looked like he just fell asleep yeah but at the time tripping and we're just like, what the fuck? Verge so is, is slapping him in the face, so like, he, sour, he wake went up. In the hole? I don't think. The K hole? Looking back, he just, I think he just didn't have enough oxygen going to his brain. Because hmm. he had just smoked, we'd, he'd been smoking all night mm-hmm. after not smoking Well, he might have been like, yeah. Had, I think he had like some sort attack. of sensory overload, panic attack, anxiety attack, not mm-hmm. enough oxygen went to his brain, and his body just went, nope, and then just turned off. And he's been through fucking and bombs. He's been, to Syria, he grew up in Syria. He, yeah. he he told me stories one time how like in Syria, his grandpa and his uncle and stuff would sit around. They'd hear a bomb go off, and they could tell exactly how far away it was based on how much of a vibration and how loud it was. Like they'd be like, "Oh, that's like three blocks away." And then and then, but instead, nicotine's going to take him down. <laughs> so, yeah, he's leaning forward. He's like, and then he like Verge is slapping him. Kyle is up. He's got his phone in his hand. He has nine one dialed into his phone. Kyle's teabag. No? I'm sitting there like Verge. What do we do? I just, I just thought I wa- I just I thought I just saw my friend die in front of my fucking face. Damn. And then he like he, his head goes back and he's still snoring. And, just, and he just fucking wakes up and looks at us and you could tell from his face he has no idea who the fuck we are. <laughs> like when he just woke up, he's looking at us and we're like, Zow, are you okay? And remember, I just think I saw my friend die in front of my eyes. Jesus. And the first thing he says is, I just died. <laughs> I'm like, that's not what I want to fucking hear right now. Did you say, say something? He's like, something. <laughs> he's like, I just died. We're like, what? He's like, I just, I was with my friends and every, everyone was happy. And I saw my life flash before my eyes. But I knew I wasn't really dead because it was only my life in Canada. <laughs> It's like, well, at least they didn't just show you the, well, your well, life guess, in Syria. Yeah, I guess you. I guess you just remember the good parts when you're actually. Yeah. When you're not fully dying. And then you know we were just for the rest of the night. Like I was pretty freaked out for a few days afterwards. But then last night we were hanging out again, and I was like, Zow, I'm going to smoke a cigarette if you want to stand over there. <laughs> Put your mask on. Is it okay if I smoke this out? And he's just <laughs> laughing, so he's fine with it. Like. I think he's he just has like PTSD about cigarettes. That's yeah, ah, he, he hasn't ah. smoked a cigarette or smoked weed or done any drugs. It's like an since. old lady seeing a black cat cross in front. Of him. <laughs> ah, fuck! But uh, yeah, so that was that freaked me out. But then he's like, <laughs> I feel like an hour after it happened, and we had all calmed down a bit. He was like, you know, this is gonna sound really bad, but when you when I woke up, my first reaction is, 
why did you guys wake me up? I was loving that. <laughs> That's what every fucking overdose is. And I was just like... They're always pissed at the paramedics for saving them and ruining their buzz. And I was like, I'm glad you said that because I've been sitting here like, man, I kind of want to get that high. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see my friends and family in my life flash before my eyes. That sounds fucking cool. You're like, I'm going to stop smoking for a week and see yeah, what happens. I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm just going to choke myself until I pass out and hope that happens. Yeah, just tie this around this door handle here and then whack off at the same... <laughs> anyway, so that was exciting. That was, that was a little fun little fun tidbit. <clears throat> yeah, that's cool. Did he uh, shit his pants at all? Because sometimes that happens no when No pants die. shitting, no. Ah, weak. But now there is a new house rule at my house. <laughs> no dying? <laughs> no dying. <laughs> if you're going to die, do it outside, idiot. <laughs> no also, tobacco free zone no well, come on let's not go too far <laughs> um do you remember i've told it on here on this podcast on this very podcast what yeah no way dude. remember twice now i've mentioned that i had to kick mike love out of my store oh yeah yeah special man special man Creepy, makes women uncomfortable, man. Anyways, this week on Thursday... The Pepe Le Pew of customers. I'm at work, and this lady comes in as... And then she's, like, crossing past with someone who's leaving the store, and I hear the lady say to the woman coming into the store, I hear the lady leaving say... No. The woman hey? coming in says to the lady leaving, Hey, uh, watch out for that guy outside. It's kind of kind of sketchy. Uh-oh. And I hear that, and I'm like... Okay. I'm right here. I don't keep, know who she's talking keep about. That in my, <laughs> keep that in my brain. I was like, I wonder what she's talking about. And then, like, five minutes later, uh, the, the someone calls the store and says, how she's in there, like, five minutes ago? And I just, just thought you should know there's this really, like, sketchy guy outside the store. And I think you should call, like, a non-emergency line or something. It's like, oh, okay. Thanks for the... Yeah, okay. I'll, thanks for letting us know. But, uh, hang she didn't on. give, like, a, distri- a description no. or anything? I'm like, I'm not going to call the non-emergency line. To get someone away from the front of the store. I'm not going to call the cops and be the one that's responsible when they probably shoot the guy. (laughs) I don't want that on my hands. What what color is the guy Also, (laughs) before I call the cops? Also, I haven't seen Mike Love in a while. It's probably just him. So I'll just go deal with this. Walk outside. He's like a like a like a GST check. It's like every three months. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He shows up every three months. And I'm like, all right, I'll just go fucking tell him to leave. So I walk outside. Not Mike Love. Oh, nope, definitely a sketchy meth head guy, scabs all over his face, just oh, standing shit. there, I walk, I lean around the corner, I go, oh, and he just <laughs> looks at me, and I'm like, well. Oh, you made eye contact? Yeah, we looked at each other, I was like, well, there's two oh, ways we no. could go about this. I could, you know, be like the old me and just tell him to fuck off, mm-hmm. or. Self-preservation you could use? Or I could just, you know, try talking to this guy like a person unlike any of those women would have done yeah scream and run away i think you should call the non-emergency line and fucking get him arrested for standing outside your store that guy's a bad sunburn he's blistering i was like i'm just gonna try talking to him you know human to human yeah so i go hey man something i can do for you no no just kind of all right, well, uh, you can't really loiter around here. I've had a few complaints about you already, so you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to move along. Okay. And then he just walked away, and I was like, "Oh, that went way better than Wait, I thought when I first scre- walked out here." You don't have to say, "Get away from oh. me, you dirty bum." Oh, I don't have to yell at people. <laughs> oh, I don't have to say, "You dirty homeless be- piece Wait. of shit, get out of my face." Wait, the situation doesn't escalate when you. 
Yo, wait, the situation doesn't escalate out of control if I don't immediately yell at someone? Someone who's, like, already a bit off when you start yelling and berating them, they don't go crazy? What? What the fuck? If you treat people with respect and dignity, they will do the same for you? What? <laughs> you sucked him off, didn't you? Yeah, I fucked him and told him to leave. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see that scabby dick. Let me see that scabby <laughs> cock of yours. It's like the... The worst classic novel of all time, Scabby Dick. Scabby Dick. I've been trying to chase that whale my whole life. I've been finding pieces of him in the ocean for the last 50 years. He's a pretty flaky fella. You're Captain, Ca- Captain Scahab. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Scahab. That's good. That's good. Uh, I also saw a the worst. Uh, speaking of big white whales, saw the, the worst company truck for 2021. Uh oh. Big big truck, big bold letters on the back. Uh, what's the thing that pops down? The gate and tailgate. The ga- yeah, the tailgate. Uh, just says big, in big. Uh, you know, like what kind of company is it? Well, I'll tell you. It just oh, said okay. whites. What the fuck? Whites. In the worst font as well. They picked, like, back tattoo white supremacist font. The T was like a flaming cross. <laughs> it was an upside down flaming cross. It just said whites. And I was like, that's all I could read from where I was in traffic because it was out of light. And I was like, what? I need. <laughs> I, hope that's, no I hope that's a company car and not just some guy. <laughs> I wonder with if they have a car they could have. He's just, like, and it was white lettering as well. Yeah. Big, bold, oh. white supremacist letters. I was like, I was trying to get closer to see it because I was in the turning lane so I could get to it. And I just see White's Barbecue and Fireplace. It's like, okay, uh, you couldn't have named it anything else? Couldn't have named it anything else except White's? It's his last name, probably. I know, but, uh, you know, when you think of barbecuing and fireplaces, the last color that comes to my mind is White's. You're like, ah, phew, if it's just White's Barbecue, and then another sign falls down, White's only Barbecue and Fireplace. Oh, no! Yeah, you pull up a little bit further and like a van gets out of your, stops obscuring your view. Whites only, barbecue and fire. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought it was. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, not the best choice of words. Yeah, I'd like, uh, I need a, a new uh, fireplace for my living room. <laughs> White. You're not a Jew, are you? <laughs> what does that have to do with fireplaces? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if you have to ask. <laughs> They have something to do with ovens, that's all I know. Oh, come on, man. It's not funny. I saw a guy freaking out at the independent grocers. Independent grocers, that is the <laughs> one that is not run by anybody. Yeah. It's run by the people. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's run by Discord Records. The first communist grocery store. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I saw an actual mask freak out in real life, IRL. Not on the internet. Not just on Reddit. Did you tell her that you died? So that's what I did when I saw my mask freak out in no. real life, was told that you died. My friend Josh died of COVID. No, it wasn't Maybe to me. Was I just saw moment. it happening. This guy gets in. There's a security yeah. guard pushing it, a guy out. You just saw it happening. That's why you walk up and say, um, I died of COVID? Yeah. Well, it's like, I, I can't, I, like, I'm, like, drawn to these types. Like, oh, when me I too. see this in public, like, the lady wanted to get out of there. She's like, this is uncomfortable. You gotta get out of here. And I was like... What the? Why wouldn't you want to sit and watch this guy have a meltdown? Yeah, I mean it's fun to watch. The security people have guards meltdown. trying to get him out, and the guy's just yelling, 
I'm helping you people. I'm helping everyone here. I'm opening their eyes. It's like so. To stupidity. Yeah. So he showed up without a mask, fully knowing he's going to get busted, just so he can do this display. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, at at that point, if you show up without a mask, that's what you're hoping for. It's been a year and a half. You fucking idiot. Yeah. And so he's like trying to get in, and he's making this big scene. And he's like, "I'm all, this is all just a ploy by the government. And every time he there's a gap, I go, he's making good points, you guys. <laughs> every time there's like a like a little gap, I'm like, how is he smarter than all of us? What How'd a this rational happen? human being he seems yeah. like. Usually smart people don't have to tell everyone that they're smart. But this guy, yeah. <laughs> he usually, backs it up. Usually when you're a, a, a smart person, other people can see how smart you are. But <laughs> yeah. not this guy. Yeah. He tells everyone. <laughs> yeah. It's like those people down the, the protest at the park. They're all the anti-maskers like they're having a a parade basically to tell everyone how smart they are (laughs) how they see through the bullshit and we're all stupid it's like you had to have a gathering of 20 people to tell everyone how smart (laughs) how much smarter you are than the rest of the world all the doctors combined out of every country that all agree on shit it's like uh, it's like when a guy in a wheelchair tells you all the sports he can still play you're like yeah 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 i believe you Uh uh-huh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I sure. Could, <laughs> I could stomp you at all those sports, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. I'm sure you're still very good yeah. at uh, track and field. Yeah, I'll play, I'll play basketball against you any day. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's do some triple jump. <laughs> See how well you do. <laughs> so this guy's having a freak out, and then I realized <clears throat> these people, because the guy, he wanted to try and get in, but instead, like, a 14-year-old, like, dude that works there who's getting, like, 10 a bucks A 14-year-old minimum wage worker yeah. who just... Doesn't want to be there anyway. Yeah. He's expecting them to get let him in. Because if they let him in, they get fired. Which, that's what he probably wants. He's like, I want someone, because he doesn't work, or else he wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. So he wants that kid to get fired. Also, they don't get fired, I can guarantee that. Yeah. Because my work has the, uh, you know, from head office, the uh, masks are required, blah, blah, blah. However, we can't actually enforce it. Nah. And if someone doesn't have a mask, there's you you can't ask them to leave the store. It's like, uh, so what's the fucking point? Just say it's a dress code. What's the point in this mandate if we can't refuse service to people who don't wear masks? Mm-hmm. So I don't get these people that go there and they can't. It's like, so you're, you you like my company said, it's like just a blatant sign that like you don't give a shit. You don't give a shit that, that yeah. there's a you care about money still. That's all you. Mm-hmm. That's your bottom line is you care about money still. Yeah. Because if there's someone walks in without a mask. And we say, you can't shop without a mask. Oh, no. Now we've lost $30. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Now we all have the entire staff's been put at risk for that having guy COVID. could have bought a $5 fish from us. I'm sure you'd lose a lot more money if the store just shut down for two weeks because we got COVID. Yeah. But we can't lose that $30 sale from a maskless customer. Yeah. Oh, God, no. It's kind of like IDs at bars. It's like some people, they just didn't, they're like, ah, they probably are, but I'm not going to bother. We have to tell people we don't have a public washroom, and then they'll leave the store to go find one. Yeah, and shop somewhere but else. But if they don't have a mask, we can't ask them to leave. <laughs> because we need that $30 sale. Yeah. Imagine the $30 that are going to come from down the road. Oh this my guy God. keeps coming back. We need that $30 sale because we lost all this money during the pandemic. <laughs> it's like the hecklers at, at Did you? Heckler's at Dakota's, like, when, when Dave doesn't kick him out, and he's like, they might, we're losing. It's the same thing. It's what the if, exact same thing. What if they don't come back? Exact it's like, same thing. good, good. We don't want they them back. They don't wear a fucking mask. <laughs> we don't want them back. I don't want them in here risking my life. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, because, like, 
I guess you can get uh, yeah. like like seven or uh, you get paid if you get it and you have to miss work. I guess. Don't but... be mean to the heckler. They they might come back and ruin the show again. They might not come. They back. They might not come back to ruin another show. Okay, good. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, that's what this guy was doing. But his whole plan is to try and get people to follow his plan, get fired, go home. Hey, he's right. These masks yeah. are useless. Have nothing to do but I sit on the computer. I was to all the doctors this whole time, <laughs> and then drunk Tony yeah. from, from fucking The Mission yeah. doesn't want to wear a mask, and now I don't want to either. <laughs> it's like a, I saw this one, uh, a Maymay, that was on the internet, and it said uh, it was like a Karen, it was like a Karen type of post or whatever, and it's like... Karen in high school, or Karen outside of high school is like, why do we got to learn all this science crap? I'm never going to use this in real life. It's like Karen 10 years later. It's like, vaccines aren't vaccines real. Vaccines aren't real. He gives you autisms. <laughs> like, oh, I guess you should have paid more attention in fucking science class. <laughs> Instead of sucking off R- Ricky Florentes underneath <laughs> the bleachers. With a name like that, who wouldn't, though? Ricky Florentes. Sounds, yeah. sounds exotic. <laughs> With a name like that, how could you be straight? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ricky Florentes. I'm Ricky Florentes. I like getting blown by women underneath the bleachers. <laughs> he still bangs uh, all the ladies. Okay. <laughs> he has no choice. It's like a nuisance to him. He's like, yeah. oh, God damn it. Uh, I'm cursed. God damn it. <laughs> uh, it's R.I.P. to... Oh, yeah, DMX. D- uh, Earl Simmons. Who? Earl Simmons? Who the frig is that? You don't know who Earl Simmons is? Nope. Gene Simmons' son? No, it's DMX. <laughs> His name's Earl Simmons? Yeah, when we were playing Quiplash last night. It's the whitest name I've ever uh, heard. <laughs> Stuart made his name Earl Simmons, and the whole time we were all like, who the fuck is Earl Simmons? He's like, you don't know who Earl Simmons is? I'm like, no. He's like, come on. And he wouldn't tell us the whole time. That's crazy. That's like the dumb. That's like the lamest name. I know. That's why when he's like, it's DMX eventually. We're like he's going to bed. He's like, do you guys want to know who Earl Simmons is? He's like, yeah, fucking tell us. <laughs> it's DMX. He's like, what? I never would have guessed that. Like at least o- like uh, <clears throat> Ice Cube's is O'Shea Jackson. Like it's cool. Yeah. But Earl Simmons. Earl Simmons. <laughs> Sounds like he's got a pipe and he's telling you to get off his lawn. Fucking. <laughs> what are you doing with that? Hey, tell your <laughs> tell your Rough Riders to get off my lawn. Hey, you Rough Riders. <laughs> uh, no, DMX and Prince Philip died on the same day. Yeah. And uh, Mark Norman posted a joke. It was yeah. the the whitest guy and the blackest guy on the planet died on the same day. <laughs> Earl Simmons. I think it'd be <laughs> hilarious if the Queen was like, "Oh, finally, now that Philip is dead, I can finally pursue my childhood dream of having sex with DMX." <laughs> yeah. What? What's that you say? And then On she, the same day? Oh, what are the chances? Or he hadn't died yet, and she did bang him, and then he killed and himself. He fucking after. Just, He's like, where, yo, where's the, where's where's that, that old white bitch at? Where's the fentanyl at? Oh. Anyways, uh, we'll give uh, three barks for DMX. Yeah. Oh, ho, oh, oh. ho. What? <laughs> <laughs> I saw, uh, I started listening to DMX, and I was like, because he has like three good songs. Who We Be. Uh, the Rough Rider Anthem and Party Up. And then... Uh, Party so I, Up. So I listen to those. That dude needs a fucking hearing aid or something, dude. He can't hear shit. What? Turn it up. <laughs> what? Turn up the music in them headphones. Huh? Uh. What? What? Say it in my good ear. What? Monica. <laughs> no, wait. That was Ja Rule. That was Ja Rule. 
Jerul. <clears throat> yeah. R.I.P. DMX. R.I.P. DMX. Six letters to live by. Rest in peace. Dis music exciting. <laughs> Earl. Earl Simmons. Earl Simmons. No wonder he changed his name. What sounds cooler than Earl Simmons? Uh, I don't know any name ever. <laughs> just just throw some letters. I don't know, or three random letters would sound cooler <laughs> than Earl Simmons. What about DMX? Yeah, yeah, it sounds better. <laughs> okay, I'm going with DMX. You sure? Okay, last chance, you ow, guys. Ow. You sure not Earl Simmons? Woof, woof. <laughs> just to be clear, you guys don't like the name Earl Simmons. No, we hate it. <laughs> Jesus. Shut up, Earl. <clears throat> All right, oh, I'm gonna go to sleep now. It's... Oh, oh, <laughs> ow, ow, my feelings. <laughs> I best, I best be getting the happy hour now. <laughs> Earl Simmons is a stupid name. Ow, ow, my feelings. <laughs> ow, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that, Jimmy? <laughs> Earl Simmons is a stupid name. Stop. <laughs> Drop. You're on fire. Roll. Roll. Is that what the song's about? He's on fire and he's got to stop, dropping. I think it's roll. about starting a business. Stop. Drop. Shut him down. Open up shop. Roll. <laughs> roll. <laughs> it's, about, it's about Walmart. Stop. <laughs> drop. Shut him down. Open up shop. That shut down all the local, <laughs> yeah. like, all the local businesses. Roll. Shut back down, prices. Open up shop. Roll. <laughs> rolling back prices. Yeah, it's, it's about Walmart. Rough Riders is about Walmart. <laughs> Oh my God! This whole time, this whole he was time, a sellout. He was a corporate stooge. It's a money. <laughs> it's a profit deal. Oh, that fucking asshole! <laughs> Come up and buy some shit. <laughs> Step right up and buy some shit. That's fucking like ads on YouTube. Like you, it was like just last night, just tripping, trying to watch something. Yeah. And then it, we were, oh, that's what, we, we listened to three uh, Funkadelics albums. Funkadelic We, we listened rules, to three dude. Funkadelics albums. Maggot Brain? Maggot Brain. Rules. Dude, you st- that album cover, they picked the perfect picture because it yeah, is just. It's creepy. <laughs> no, no, no. If you stare at it long enough, it just visual fucking, like I saw every range of Same emotions on that woman's face. Cosmic, uh, cosmic, cosmic slop. Slop, yeah. That one's fucking cool, too. Yeah, so we listened to like three hours of Funkadelics, <clears throat> and I forget where I was going. With, Funkadelic rules, dude. What, 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 what were you saying before I brought You know that, that uh, the first song on Maggot Brain called Maggot Brain off the album Maggot Brain? Yeah. Um, it's just a guitar solo for 10 minutes. With that melody playing. It sounds like that John Frusciante mm-hmm. uh, intro song that's 10 minutes long also. What? But uh Oh yeah, YouTube ads. That's right. George Clinton. Um uh when he was uh producing that, he told the guitarist, he's like, Okay, this that was all done in one take and he's like, All right, imagine I just told you your mother died. Now start start recording. <laughs> and that's the guitar solo he came up with. Damn. It's like, imagine I just told you that your mom was in a car accident. And... Because she was. Now play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> imagine, but for real, okay? Record. <laughs> yeah, it was like we we would be lis- listening to it. We'd be like play that song. We're like, fuck, we're tripping hard. And then yeah. boom, YouTube ad. Don't forget to buy some oh, shit. shit. Hey, hey, don't forget, don't Ugh. forget, consume stuff. Hey, don't forget, <laughs> don't forget to go on a cruise or whatever during the pandemic. Hey, don't forget, guys, don't forget that you're you're get still these, a human. Get these nipple clamps. Get these. Get all this shit for that you don't need. Don't forget. 
It's like I'm trying to fucking just chill. Don't forget that you're monetized and don't, we make money off you. Don't forget that you are the product. <laughs> oh, shit. What? For you have... Was it in the... For Mother you. Earth is pregnant for the third time. Yeah. For you have knocked her up. Exactly, Mom. Now so. you must something something or die in your own shit. Now your mother died also. <laughs> Guitar's <Now> play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Funkadelic fucking rules. Listening to him sober trips you out. And then I get high and sh- high as shit and I listen to them. It fucks what you was up Angus's hard. comment? He was like, this is so fucking cool, but I would hate this sober. And I was like, eh, I've listened wrong, to sober. Bitch. It's pretty good still. Yeah, usually those trips. I fucking, I started listening to this thing. I got to pee first. I'll tell you about it after. Though. Should we just hit a break? Yeah, let's hit a break and I'll tell you about this crazy fucking trip. It's like, it's like dope smoker times six. It's fuck. It took me a long time. And it's fucking. So it's like a it four-hour song. <laughs> six hours, and it fucks you up. <laughs> it's. I'll I'll explain when I get back. <laughs> All right, we'll be back after these. Yeah, hey, right. I love you, Dad. What? I love you. What? I found myself saying that all the time. And when I realized it, I just stopped saying it. And my life changed. I stayed home, mostly alone. I missed out on everything. I felt like that I had stopped living. It was awful. And I knew I needed hearing aids, but the cost was ridiculous. What? A state-of-the-art TV only costs about six or $700. What? But a tiny hearing aid costs 3000 5000 Whatever they can get. What? It's just ridiculous. Well, not anymore. Thanks to hearing assist, I can hear clearly again, and my life is so much better. What? (coughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, All right, and we're and here we are again. Oh fuck! I, forgot. I was waiting for a commercial. Oh yeah, and yeah. we're back. I didn't plan ahead on the commercials. Today. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we don't have internet. I couldn't download a quick thing and right. slap it in there. Uh, so what? All right. So what? To set this up. All right. It's this guy. He's called the caretaker. You ever heard of this? I was watching this video. Six hours. One album is six hours long. Is that The Undertaker's Dad? <clears throat> no. Undertaker's Dad is uh, Paul Bearer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that actually part of his backstory? <laughs> yeah, he goes, The Undertaker is going to take down Smackdown this week. That's what he, that's what he would do. He looked like Eric Dashwitz. They had a guy play his father. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. And then his brother was Kane. Oh, I knew that. But uh, anyways, this guy's called the caretaker because all of this, all of his music, because he's he has he has a whole bunch of side like different pseudonyms that he makes albums under. But one of his pseudonyms is the caretaker, and all those musics, all those albums, and musics that he makes, yeah, are all based on the haunted ballroom scene from The Shining. So it's like weird flashback shit. Like you don't know what the fuck is happening. It's kind of all weird. But it's like kind of swing music in the background, ballroom music, and uh, 
this new album. It's called <clears throat> Everywhere at the End of Time, stages one through six of Dementia. And this is a six-hour album. It's six and a half hours long, and uh, it's on YouTube, but it's supposed to go... He released it over six years, one hour at a time, over six years, and it's the six stages of Dementia until the very end. Does so it it's make like... Him... Did it take him a year to make each part? Because he has dementia and he kept forgetting he was working on it? <laughs> I don't know. He might have... I think he might have had it all done already. And they just... Is that or that much of a... Like I could not wait pants. six years to release something I made six years ago. No, he has like 20 other side projects that he does. So I think he's had it on in the bank or something. Still, I couldn't wait that long. <laughs> but he... Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, there's stage one. And he's got descriptions of everything. Because it's supposed to be like at the beginning of the album you get diagnosed with dementia. And uh, I was reading into it, and, uh, like, a lot of it is, like... Maybe I should send this to my uncle. It's fucking nuts. You want, you listen to it, and you think you have dementia. It's fucking nuts. Because, like, stage one, it's like, Here we experience the first signs of memory loss. The stage is most like a beautiful daydream, the glory of old age and recollection, the last of the great days. <laughs> and then all the songs are called, like, It's just a burning memory. We don't have many days. Childish fresh eyes. Things are beautiful and transient. An autumnal equinox. Yeah, in this track you won't hear the guitar f until halfway through because I forgot to start playing it. <laughs> Pretty, no, he hasn't started forgetting. He just knows that he has it at this point. I'm talking about like by hour six. Yeah, well, no, by hour six, it's fucked. Okay, this is how it starts out. That's this actually a pretty interesting concept. Yeah, the more I like, I started watching. Because he's clearly got dementia, right? Obviously, he wouldn't be doing that. Well, well, the caretaker as a character has it. Like this is his last album. At the end well, of the album, well, the guy album, who made it probably has a slight case. Like, of he's dementia. only like forty years old. Doesn't matter. You can still get it that early. But the way that it's portrayed in this, you'd think it's like a bunch of like psychologist type people, like smart people, have written about it and saying that these are exactly like it's the most perfect artistic portrayal of dementia. So here's the beginning. It's supposed to represent, like... Because when you start getting dementia, you remember all the things from your childhood, like good things that happened. And, like, the happy times, basically. So here's, like, them just remembering all... Jesus. It's just, like, ballroom music. Swing music. It's like this. And then it just kind of... This type of music and stuff. Where it's like you're kind of just happy and you're like, oh, this is cool and shit. But then, this is for an hour. And then stage two sets in, which stage two is... The second stage is the self-realization and awareness. Something is wrong with a refusal to accept that. More effort is made to remember so... So memories can be long form with little more deterioration in quality. So like all these songs start glitching out and they start backtracking and then start looping around each other. And then all of a sudden it'll just cut off and a new song will start. Like it's fucking creepy. So it says more deterioration. The overall personal mood is lower than the first stage and at a point before confusion starts fully setting in. So the first track of stage two is called A Losing Battle is Raging. And it's still just kind of still just kind of whatever music but then all of a sudden it'll start glitching out and then it does that for a while that's 
hour two. I got through the first three hours in the first night, mm -hmm. and then it starts fucking wigging out, <laughs> like fucking going, getting crazier. <laughs> yeah. So the second one, it starts like what? crazy. Dimension people want crazy. It starts just cutting off songs and restarting songs, and then like for the second stage, and says, "Yeah, it's a self-realization." So you're like, you're starting to notice, but so you're still a little bit aware, but you can't do anything about it, and you just kind of just go with it. And then the third stage says, Here we are presented with some of the last coherent memories before confusion fully rolls in, and the gray mists form and fade away. So there's like, songs will start, and then they'll slowly fade to one ear, and there's nothing on the other side, and then another song will go over top in the other ear and kind of what? drown it out until it's just silent, like just noise. And then the one will disappear. What? So it's supposed to be like... Sounds like I should have listened to this last night. Fuck, I was going to send it to you like before talking about it on here. I was like, I, if next time you do acid, just have this in the background because everything is such a slow transition that mm -hmm. like you don't even notice. Like, I just got high and played video games to it, and then all of a sudden I'm like, I feel like fucking dying right now. <laughs> and so like I just have to pause the game and just sit there and be like, oh, fuck. I just keep letting this boss murder me because it feels yeah. so good. Yeah, because stage three, it starts like, you'll start in one ear. Like, one song will start and then slowly move over to one ear. And then get louder, and then another one will get louder in the other ear. A completely different song, though. And then they'll be just overlapping, and it's just noise and chaos. And then one will fade out, so it's like, a memory is slowly coming back. And right as you start recognizing it, it disappears into just white noise. And then another memory comes in, and then that disappears, and then you're just confused. And it's like fucking creepy as shit. Damn, dude. And that's just stage three. Music. This is gonna sound like the most stoner thought ever, but music's fucking crazy, man. Music's fucking cool, dude. Music's nuts. So yeah, this is stage three. It says the finest moments have been remembered. The music flow, the musical flow in places is more confused and tangled as we progress. Some singular memories become more disturbed, isolated, broken, and distant. These are the last embers of awareness before we enter the post-awareness stage. And there's another three hours after that. So all these songs are just called, like, Back There, Benjamin. That's one song. And then the next one is And the Heartbreak. So it's all just fragments of, like, memories. It's like long-term dusk glimpses, internal bewildered world, aching cavern without lucidity, an empty bliss beyond this world, mournful camaraderie. And that's the last song. And then stage four kicks in. <laughs> And it's fucking just... I'll see what this one starts out as. This is... As stage four kicks in, it turns into just like a low hum. Just like a... And, but you don't notice it until it's too late. <laughs> like you feel it... Like there's the songs going on, then there's like a low hum in one ear. And then it just keeps playing the back and forth. And then all of a sudden it's just a full hum. Just the hum. And you just realize you've been just listening to like just a humming drone for like a half hour. Damn. And you don't notice though, because it's such like a, a slow evolution. So after this one, it's called like all these things are just your last memories before you lose everything. And then all of a sudden, stage four, post awareness stage four, and then all the song titles are based on or they're written as if it's written by a doctor who's diagnosing you. So it's called stage four. Yeah, post -awareness, I noticed that. Yeah. Post awareness confusion, <laughs> temporary bliss state. Post awareness confusion again. And it says, this is where serenity and the ability to recall singular memories gives way to confusion and horror. It's the beginning of an eventual process where all memories begin, begin to become more fluid through entanglements, repetition, and rupture. 
So this is where it starts getting fucking... And then the artwork also, in the beginning, is like just... They're all weird pictures that like you don't know what you're looking at. Like it looks like a book, but it's not... It looks like a statue, but you don't know what the fuck it is. And then one looks like a vase with flowers in it. But then once this one comes in, it looks like all those other ones, but just Slightly fragments of off. it. And you, it's a little bit like a, like a bastardized version of it. So this is stage four, once it's fully set in and you're, you have no control over anything. You can still kind of hear the music. It's really just like... Really muffled. Uh, it's way in the background. Sounds like I'm just hearing TV static and outdoor noises. Yeah. But it comes so so gradually that you don't notice all these transitions. Like this is four hours in. Oh, this is two hours in. But then all of a sudden, like a all of a sudden, a clear memory will come in and it'll be that song again. And it'll come back. Oh, in. I see. That's pretty. And interesting. then it goes back to this, and then it comes back, and it's like up and downs. And but, uh, then, uh, uh. but then after that, it's the post-awareness stage five, confusions and horror, more extreme entanglements, repetition, rupture can give way to calmer moments, the unfamiliar sounds, and, oh, the unfamiliar may sound and feel fami familiar, but you lose them just as you start to recognize them. It's like time is often spent only in the moment leading to isolation. And it's like advanced stage of... So, like, this is just your life now. This is, like, year three of being diagnosed with dementia. It's just a fucking nightmare. It's like you're in a David Lynch movie for, for six hours. Oh, there's a memory. Oh, here's me being racist. <laughs> here's me berating my grandson, calling him a friggin' fruitcake. Oh, there's me... Hearing that Henry's gonna die in someone's arms in the KFC. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, here's me being duped by a guy selling doors at my house. <laughs> oh, oh, the cable man's attacking me. <laughs> Just sounds like someone's using a lot of tape. Yeah. All these noises he's... I think he used, uh, for the music parts, he used, uh, like, the public domain songs from, like, 100 years like, ago. Yeah. But then all the static shit he made on his own, because mm -hmm. he's like he's more of a, like a techno guy. That's pretty then, interesting, because my uncle just got diagnosed with dementia like a month and a half ago. Oh shit! My dad's older brother. So that's a fun little fuck <laughs> view into what his this life's gonna become in six, five, six years. Jesus, it's terrifying. And yeah. then yeah, stage six <laughs> is called post awareness. Stage six has no description, and then it description forgot to be added. Yeah, so he just has, like... It's just this. Sitting in a chair, looking out the door. <laughs> looking outside. And this is all is your life. Don't remember any... It's yeah. like the most terrifying fucking thing. It is thing. terrifying. Because, like, <clears throat> all you have when you're old is, like, your memories are the only things that make you happy. Yeah. And you don't even you get have, those sometimes. It's the only thing you have to know that you're a human is your memories. And then those start deteriorating. But then you're... 
you're kind of remind like during the when I was listening to this, it reminded because I was also high at the same time, <laughs> but listening to it, it reminded me of you know when you get to that point of drunkenness where you start losing things. Where you feel like you have dementia. Well, like I've had it before where I've like I I'm trying to leave but I can't find my shoes. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But they're like <laughs> in the most obvious spot, but I just I I can't find them to save my life, yeah. and I'm like getting frustrated. Your brain's and I'm, just like, not connecting. I'm the dots. looking all over the place, and you just can't fucking put shit together. Like that must be their life. All the time at this point, like this is stage five, stage so you six. Just, instead of you just yell, "I'm the K monster," and take the yeah, host of the party. Yeah, you just get mad shoes. and start yelling, and you start lashing out at people that are trying to help you, probably. And you start yeah. fucking getting mad. <clears throat> and then yeah, it just kind of fades out. But then, the last six minutes or the last twenty minutes ish, you hear it slowly this coming is back. God talking to you. Yeah, it's called the long decline is over place in the world fades away and it's like it slowly comes back and the music from the beginning starts getting clearer and it's just like a really nice song it's you dying and your life flashing before your eyes yeah, you're like so oh those memories were in there still. yeah and it's just like it's just like bliss at this point so like you this is Zauer dying in my living room right now yeah this is this is Zauer right now <laughs> this is him it's dawning on him that he's had too much nicotine oh that's too many cigarettes too much cigarettes, Miss Ratchet. Had too many cigarettes, you guys. <laughs> it's not the acid of the MDMA. It's for sure the cigarettes. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> it's not all those multiple no concoctions. No, it's all the drugs drug. I mixed. It's the cigarettes and the music from Quiplash. <laughs> <laughs> this must have been what it was like to be in the. It cable. must have been what he was hearing. This was Zauer. When he was in heaven, you should or make Zauer give this, give this to Zauer and give him drugs, dude. Give him nicotine and give. I'm this never to giving Zauer drugs again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then all of a sudden, you're starting to get descended up into heaven. He's like, "What's happening?" Because right now you're probably just laying there and everything's just a blur. Well, you were descending into heaven, and now you're just waiting to get judged. Yeah. Am I uh, am I allowed in yet, or? <laughs> But after two hours of just, and then this starts, it's fucking scary. <laughs> so I wasn't expecting it. I don't pay attention to the time when I'm listening. All of a sudden, I was just—I didn't realize how long it Did had you been. have headphones on? Yeah, oh, you Jesus. have to have headphones on because it fucks with both sides of the the stereo, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's just this for the last six minutes as you blissfully go up to heaven and you're. <laughs> Long story short, I have a lot of spare time on my hands. <laughs> I was going to say, you have six hours to just listen to noise? Well, I listen to three hours at a time. I was playing video games both times. This is definitely him hearing his own funeral. Yeah. Or maybe, like, because he's in the hospital or something, someone's playing, playing the radio for him or something. And you're fucking... This is the last... Your last connection to the outside world is happening right now. Is this all you can make out? After just a whole year of just a, a hum. <laughs> and then this happens. But it's just like kind of orchestra, like a like churchy type of like uh, choir type stuff for the last six minutes. And it fucking... You sit in silence after. And like I didn't change the song after I just sat in silence. Just like... <gasps> what the fuck just happened? Yeah, my uh, my dad is very much 
like a comedian in the fact in the uh, fact that he, uh, you know, if something's you know he makes jokes in order to, yeah, cope, I yeah. guess. Uh, so to distract. Yeah, like he, we were, I was talking to him when he he called me to tell me about my uncle. He was like, yeah, so uh, Eric's got uh, just diagnosed with. Uh, early, How old is he? He's in his seventies now. Oh. So he just got diagnosed with uh, early onset dementia, and I was just like, oh shit. That fucking sucks. There's like a big silence. And my dad just goes, It's not genetic. I looked. Uh, it's the first thing I checked. <laughs> <laughs> I checked it three times. Don't worry. It's not genetic. I looked right away. So. <laughs> it's not like schizophrenia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, it was fucking cre- It makes you feel like you have dementia as you have. Because you're like, because you'll be, it gives you a lot of space to think about shit as you're listening to it. Mm-hmm. But then, because the music starts fucking with you, you forget what you were just thinking about. <laughs> like, and it's like jarring. Like, because you're like, you just get on a thought and you're like, oh, that's And then all of a sudden the music goes, <laughs> and you'll be like, whoa, the music just changed. And then you're like, what was I just thinking about? And you forget about that shit. Yeah, it's like, well, I love when, when music that was like, it's fucking creepy. Made on something or in some sort of mind frame makes you feel like you're in that mind frame. Yeah. And this was the last album this guy ever made as the caretaker so it's like the caretaker got died because he had albums before this as the caretaker yeah as the caretaker he had a couple that are supposed to be like early on said dementia and then this mm-hmm. is when he gets to, like full on and then the last six hours is him just slowly until he dies and it's like it's fucking creepy i can't wait to hear his uh album aids yeah <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Scratch face. <laughs> I think I heard that track on Cancer also. <laughs> I have AIDS. It's just that loop. <laughs> I have AIDS. Uh, 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 I have A. If it's like the Magic Johnson AIDS, though, it's like 100 years Yeah, it's just 100 hours. Or if it's the Easy E one, it's only two months. It's one album. It's supposed to six. But yeah, it was fucking creepy. And then the whole time I was listening to it, I kept in the back of my mind, I'm like, it might be creepier that I listen to this. <laughs> like, it's I don't know what's weirder, the album or the fact that I'm putting time into listening to this. But it fucking... If you watch a couple, like, uh, description videos on it, it fucking it gets deeper into it, and it's fucking weird. I got down a rabbit hole, dude. <laughs> yeah, it definitely sounds like some rabbit hole material, for sure. Because, like... I was looking at the, the thing. the related videos and on its own. There's 11 million views on just this video. Six, like 11 million other people have known about this. Only 11 million? Yeah, only. It's not that many. It might be like a myth type thing, how people are like, oh, have you heard? Then they listen to like the first two minutes. Oh, they're like, yeah. okay, turn that uh, off. What is this? I don't think, I don't know how many people have actually All finished it. All six hours? Yeah, I'd like to see the analytics on that, please. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it was like, I was kind of creeping myself out at my ability to put myself through it the whole time because there's a lot of times it's uncomfortable like you're listening to it and you're like you're like the way that he hits certain notes that blend with other ones it makes you just like like almost like cringe and you're like unsettled like a bad dream almost (coughs) but uh but then all of a sudden it it kind of blends into a next part and it fucking it's it's creepy (laughs) what's it called on youtube um, everywhere at the end of time, I think. Everywhere at the end of time. By the caretaker. So if you have an extra six hours, guys, you yeah. know. Stages one through six. Check it out. <laughs> if you have six hours to spare, you have a road trip. Yeah, if you're driving to, uh... If you want to forget where Calgary you're going. or something. <laughs> Just how they slowly, like, they're they're aware of it, but they don't know 
what to do, and then they start noticing little bits are fucking messing up, and then they notice... And then they get more and more in their head, and then they get more isolated, and that way people are more against them, and they start lashing out at people, and then they start looping around, and they don't know who they are. Then all of a sudden, for for an hour, or or years, <laughs> and they, yeah. And then it just goes until the end, until you have a, a brief glimpse of clarity, and then die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should but like, at what point? Because you don't even, <coughs> if you're into that, if you're that far in, you're aware enough that you have it, but you're not aware enough to even acknowledge it, really. Like, how do you say to someone, "Kill me"? Like, I wonder what people with dementia hear when they listen to that song. Like, if, yeah, like if I had dementia, just hear normal music. <laughs> it's like just like it a, sounds great, <laughs> super clear the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, if I had to, I think I'm gonna put it in my, in my uh, rider my life writer <laughs> that if I ever get diagnosed with dementia at year two I want to just die if it's full on dementia before it gets fuzz yeah cause I don't want my cause that's like also like your memories are fucked up but then everyone's memory of you is gonna you be just that. being angry and irrational for three years until you die and it's yeah. just the saddest thing for everyone else also well, I'm kinda glad I didn't see my grandmother for the last few years of her life cause she was pretty yeah. heavily dementia ridden yeah, because it's like... But it's not genetic. It's not genetic. <laughs> I was just going to say, but it's not genetic. <laughs> but yeah, I saw there's a... If you don't have enough water or sleep or too much caffeine or too much sugar, it's bad for... So I'm getting dementia. That's all I know. Yeah, or in my uncle's case, if you uh, go in for knee surgery and they put you under anesthetic. That's what triggered it? That's what brought it on, I think, yeah. Shit. So maybe he, it's almost like... He was on a, a bunch of opioids and stuff, and painkillers and shit. So it might be like, you know when like someone has like a predisposed... Predisposed, yeah. To schizophrenia, and then yeah. they do some psychedelics, and it, it almost speeds it up? Yeah. Like it might have been that. He might have already had a bit of it, and then that just heightened it. I'm pretty sure he, he rode hard for most of his life, so... Oh, did he? <laughs> Parties? Uh, he's, yeah. Well, I don't know if partied, but he was definitely a... Interesting guy. Taught me how to swear. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to get more swears now. Yeah, well. But yeah, hopefully doesn't get that crazy, but apparently this is like the most... Who knows, man? Most realistic, uh, artistic portrayal of it, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't good. Well, <laughs> I... I my, my dad mentioned something I didn't even think of. Like, a new a new problem for people with dementia and the, this new new age... Apparently, he's just forgetting all his passwords to everything. Oh, yeah. That would be, like... Well, and, like... Like, you know when you get a text from a scammer? Yeah. You'd fall for all that shit. Well, because... You just give away all your shit all the time. He's always been, like, a tech guy as well. Oh, no. Like, he's always been up to date on all the new, like, Apple products and shit. Yeah. But now he's, like, all his passwords, he, like, has to have them written down and shit. Yeah. And apparently he has, like, a tracker on his phone. Mm -hmm. He still goes out for walks and shit. He's a very active guy. Yeah. But he, like, has a tracker on his phone that my Auntie Jackie can look at and yeah. see where he is. Yeah. And then sometimes he'll text her and be like, which direction do I go? And she'll text him back, like, turn left. Jesus. Up here. Well, at least, like, yeah, in the, in the beginning you can kind of warn people and, like, get them to kind of baby you through stuff. Yeah. Because, like, I it's saw It's definitely still early, but I assume as it gets worse there'll be bigger and bigger frustrations on yeah. both their parts. I remember, not my grandma, but a friend of mine's grandma. She would, like, around her house, she would just have sticky notes everywhere. 
being like, close the fridge, turn off the light. Yeah. Nine o'clock, do this. And just have, like, little, like, like, in front of the door be like, shoes are over there. Like, it just, like, and if she's in that area, there's a sticky note that tells her what to do when she's in that area at what time. <laughs> like, it's just covered in, like, memento, like, type of... Oh, yeah, she's got cut, covered in tattoos all <laughs> yeah. over her body. Yeah, she's super skinny. Just looks at her, looks at her <laughs> arm, like... Just, Sammy J killed, raped, and killed your <laughs> husband. What? What the frick? Um, yeah, that's like probably the most scary way to die, though. It's just slowly, and then you just slowly turn into not up what you were for six years. But <laughs> okay, what do you think would be better, though? Uh, serious question. <laughs> I know it's a comedy podcast. <laughs> what do you? What would? Okay, so that option, what you just yeah. said, so you forget everything. Yeah. Or, you're 98. And you remember everything. You remember everything. All your friends are dead. You have no, yeah. you got, like, no one left. And you remember all of that. Yeah. Or would you rather just be sitting on your porch going, things things are great. No, but... I don't remember shit. No, but... But I'm, at least I, you know, I'm not sad. But when you're not... No, but I think you are sad because it... Because you know, like, you can't remember That's anything true. good right yeah, so I'm, i think you just get more and more depressed and sad so i think what you're trying to say is both are hell yeah and getting old is going to suck i think i'd rather remember every get old and remember everything because at least you're still who you were and then people around you, you can still interact with them properly i think what you're trying to say is i should have just died last year when i was 27 <laughs> <laughs> i missed the boat on 27 i'm trying to warn you <laughs> go out on a high note dude yeah Anyways, here's the news. Time for Slow News Day. That was so loud. All right. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, I don't know why it was so... I'll, I'll tone it down after. All right. Uh, the first article today comes from our very province. Hmm. BC teacher disciplined for showing age-inappropriate movies to grade 6 and 7 students. What, are you showing porn or some shiz? A teacher uh, in the Prince George School District, we've been there, we've had a podcast recorded from that city. Mm-hmm. Teacher in the Prince George School District served a one-day suspension. Ooh. With pay. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> what, did he shoot a black man or something? <laughs> one-day suspension to give him the cop treatment. Yeah. Uh, after a number of complaints were issued about his behavior. What, did he touch a kid? Oh, no, he showed a movie. Oh, okay. Andrew Dennis. <laughs> Clay. Was teaching grades 6 and 7 in October 2018. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is just coming up now, three years later. This is like a Me Too case, only it's movies being shown. Ready for this? Uh, parents complained to the commissions for teacher regulation that Dennis had shown his class the films, uh, The Hobbit. What? And To Kill a Mockingbird. Fuck. Well, I, I actually, this is Prince George? Yeah. They don't like when people are, when white guys defend black guys, Yeah, (laughs) both of which are not on the curriculum. Yeah, okay. I've watched... To Kill a Mockingbird was in grade 10. God forbid we teach 10, though, kids for about racism earlier in their lives. Yeah. God forbid. God yeah. forbid. Yeah. You get to wait until at least grade 10 until we teach kids that yeah. racism exists? They're until not, then, we want to keep them ignorant. Yeah. It's not like they're pro-racism books. They're anti-racism. They're also, saying... 
The Hobbit? Yeah. Well, it's a kid's Hobbit. movie. I would complain about the, the Hobbit. It's a fucking kid's movie. It sucks. Yeah. I would complain that it's a shitty movie. I would complain because I hate that fucking shit. <laughs> I'd be like, this movie's boring like, and nerd I'd be sitting there going, shit. can we watch Lord of the Rings instead? <laughs> Not even that. I, fucking, I can't stand You wouldn't want to... I would rather watch Lord of the Rings in school, man. I guess it would That's take like three classes. Three classes. <laughs> I watched the Fellowship of the Ring, and I was like, "I'm not going through two other." I've I just listened to the Caretaker <laughs> for six hours, and I I can't handle the Lord of the Rings trilogy. To Kill a Mockingbird is listed as a secondary school book for grades ten and higher, and contains yeah. themes of racism and rape and repeated use of the N word. Yeah, but it's not pro. Racism or rape or it's pro anti. the N word. It is anti, I repeat, anti. It's a anti, let me repeat that, anti rape song. Oh, rape. you mean a book that was written in the 30s, about the 30s? Yeah. Uses the N word? Yeah. Also, it's a black guy on trial for raping a white lady, which he didn't. Yeah, we don't want. She's kids. accusing it because she just banged him on, and then the husband found out, and then she's like, "Oh, that's because I was raped, totally." Oh, that just don't just have jungle fever I didn't over here. Willingly have sex with the gimpy armed black man. He must have raped me. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch. I didn't read that book till grade ten, and watch the movie. Yeah, same. But, but. still. Great I mean, Seveners can still watch it. Probably it probably would have been more beneficial for me earlier on. Yeah. I wouldn't have used the N-word so many times. There's 10-year-old kids in the movie. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I mean, they cast kids in the movie, so if they're... Who are going they, through the same They themes. can deal with it. Yeah. Plus, Gregory Peck? Come on. Yeah, he's awesome. The ruling states that Dennis was given a letter of expectation from the school district... This sounds Regarding like, the uh, showing of non-curriculum and age-inappropriate material. Have you ever seen uh, the Dead Poets Society? Yes. This kind of reminds me of that. Isn't, it's one of those uh, it's just a, movies where a white person goes to an inner-city school and changes their lives, right? No. He goes to a completely white, preppy school. Oh, that's the one with Robin Ethan Williams. Hawke in it, yeah. right? But he he's the best teacher there, but because he's not in the norms of these fucking old, grumpy white guys, they find a way to boot him exactly. out at the end. Fucking... They don't match his his their Cretan criteria and shit. He goes by his own fucking drum beat. Following this letter on October 11th, this guy's badass, actually. The ruling states that Dennis was given a letter of expectations from the school district on October 2nd, 2018, regarding the showing of non-curriculum and age inappropriate material. He shared that information, and he shared that information with his class. And so after receiving that, he... Let his class read the short story, The Lottery. You remember oh, that Jesus. one? Oh, Jesus. This throw, guy fucking rules. Where they just throw rocks at the yeah. lady until she dies? Like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to actually teach the fucking kids. I didn't read that one. Sorry, until... I'm trying to actually teach them. That wasn't until grade 12 I read that one. <laughs> Again, probably would have been more beneficial to learn all of this earlier on. Yeah. We read fucking in grade four or five. I remember we read Underground to Canada. How's that any different? It's like, oh, there's racism in that. We shouldn't be uh, teaching kids about real world issues because they should be reading books about boys mm-hmm. who hang out with other boys like the outsiders. Yeah. It's a fun story. Written by a woman Written, who doesn't understand, doesn't understand how guys understand how interact. men hang out at all. Guys don't fucking hug each other and sit on the couch with their legs across each other. Like, what the fuck? Share our feelings, pony boy. Yeah. That, that book was totally written by a lady and it shows. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we showed the lottery, let them read the lottery and showed them the short film on YouTube. This story tells about a small American town that sacrifices someone every year by stoning to ensure a good harvest. 
but you don't know until the end. They're like, oh, hopefully I get picked, and then they get picked, and then they just get stoned to death. I mean, I don't see a problem with showing kids that I mean, they're, they're going to learn anyway mm-hmm. earlier. Just get it in their brains earlier. What's the yeah. big fucking deal? I remember there's a teacher in grade uh, 7 at GMS. It wasn't part of the curriculum, but we Wait, were... was it Mr. Or- Orloff? Yeah, talking about World War II and He showed shit. us Schindler's List. Well, yeah, he shows that, but then he would talk about... And there's a story from the Holocaust where this girl had escaped with her baby, and she's hiding in a bush, and then there's guards that were on the verge of finding her, and the baby started to cry, so she held its mouth closed, and then all of a sudden a little thing came out, like a little whisper, like a, like a baby yelp. Baby noise? So the guard <laughs> found them. Grabbed the baby by the legs and smashed it against a yeah, wall until it was dead. Yeah, story too, yeah. We're in grade seven. <laughs> like, okay, Yeah, thanks. I think we were in grade eight or nine. And this we, is music class, we Mr. Watched, Orloff. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> we watched Schindler's List, and my mom was like, yeah, of course I'll sign this for you to see that. It's important yeah. for you to do that. Plus, it's three hours, uh, four hours long. Because uh, my mom wanted her child to learn. Yeah. What? <clears throat> Crazy. Yeah. But, Fucking parents are just as stupid. But Prince George is also... Two decades behind, right? Yeah, they're, so they're still like, living in the fucking eighties over there. There's that damn. They're li- they like the black people in that book. But if Ban we, that if shit. If we teach our kids about racism earlier on, then they won't be racist as adults. Yeah. And that well, we live in Prince George. Oh, I okay. I see why well, that's a problem then. Yeah. <laughs> Students said after seeing this story and seeing the film. Dennis taught them a game of dodgeball in their PE class based on the stoning scene in the lottery. And I will just wipe your bum. This, this guy knows how to fucking teach. This is exactly like Dead Poets Society. So I think the problem here is that this teacher is actually he's too teaching uh, his students. He's too new age for Prince George, dude. He's actually teaching their, his students real life stuff. Yeah. And I think that the school board is going, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. We don't want that. Real life stuff, but like also like not in a regular type of way. Like they've never Why are they gonna go outside and play dodgeball to learn about English class? There's <laughs> so much shit that we should be learning in school or should have learned in school. There's shit I don't fucking tell, yeah. teach us how to do our own fucking taxes or something in mm-hmm. school. Something useful. Some of the biggest things I learned were just from the teachers riffing, not the actual yeah. curriculum. That one art teacher talking about her daughter uh did you ever do art? In what I did not in high school, no. Oh, no, in middle school, Miss Muir. Mm. Yeah, I heard her. Yeah, her daughter had a child at 13, mm-hmm. and then you just hear about that all the time. She would just go off on, you'd be doing art, and she'd just be telling stories about her daughter having a child, and then how the kids got schizophrenia, and it's homeless now, and like, what the fuck? Yeah, you're, and you're just like, I like just and that's to... why I'll never have sex. You're like, I'm just going to keep drawing and gonna, pretend I'm not listening, but I'm totally keep, listening. He <laughs> keep cutting uh, pictures out of this magazine to <laughs> make this... <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to keep... <laughs> make this collage of yeah. things that I enjoy I'm in my life. cutting out skateboarders out of Thrasher for now. <laughs> Anyways, there's more boobs in this <laughs> National Geographic I like. To cut these out, not for my project, but for <laughs> later, I guess. So they just so it sounds like they just collected all this guy's stuff over two years. There's nothing really happened until did the February kids complain or did the parents find out and then they complained? I'm assuming it's the parents finding out, unless the kids are complaining about actually learning something, in which case they're just as stupid as their fucking parents. Maybe if that's they a had a meeting them. about it and then he's like, "I've been touched by your kids, and I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure I touched them. Pretty sure I've touched them as well." <laughs> 
Aside from the one-day suspension, he must successfully complete a course called Creating a Positive Learning Environment. How is teaching kids that racism exists not positive? Yeah. <clears throat> He's not allowed to teach kindergarten in grades one to seven until he completes oh, the course. The worst years to teach? <laughs> yeah, oh no. Oh. Actually, apparently middle school is the worst time to teach. These yeah, kids I would, are I would fucking, hate that. They're raging and they're, they're just angry. <laughs> the Hobbit and To Kill a Mockingbird. I like how those are the two movies that are listed. Like, one is the story of... I remember watching Romeo and Juliet and getting so fucking pumped when they got out of the bed and the chick's titties were hanging out. <laughs> Do you remember seeing that? Yeah. The whole class was like, fuck oh! yes! Yes! And, and the Louis T- C.K. right in this fucking classroom. <laughs> one is the story about... Racism and acceptance and... Yeah, we learn about Hamlet and shit. Racism and accepting those who are different than you. Grade and the other one is to kill a mockingbird. <laughs> we learn about Macbeth and shit in grade 8 and 9 and shit. Yeah, yeah. About a lady murdering someone and fucking... About a man and his wife killing a king and covering it up. Yeah, and then she can't wash the blood off because she has the guilt and all that shit and... But don't teach them that racism existed back and still does. But don't yeah. teach them about that. Yeah. Don't teach them about that. Can't have that. Can't have that. Can't have kids learning. Jesus. Maybe we should have kids learning because New York City's next Empire State Building sized tower mm-hmm. could be named <laughs> Pen 15. <laughs> really? P E N N 15. That's awesome. The Pen 15 building. It's all been worth it. <laughs> and everything is in line now. One of New York's most traveled transit hubs is the focus of a 20 million square foot improvement project that includes the construction of a building nearly equal in size to the Empire State Building. So it's on like 15 Pennsylvania Avenue and they're like, let's just name it Pen 15 well, for short. My guess is that they went to the internet to name, like, hey, vote for what you want to name it, <laughs> yeah. which has never worked. Yeah. Ever. Because it's always the most ridiculous name that gets voted. Yeah. Sanjaya. <laughs> Vote for Sanjaya. Vote for Sanjaya. The Sanjaya building. Uh, the other... Uh, okay. Um, the developers describe Pen15 as a super tall <laughs> tower that will become <laughs> the new standard for office design with a fountain on the top. After, yeah, the, fount- after the fountain shoots, the, the tower <laughs> sags to one <laughs> side. <laughs> It's not very structurally sound. It's pretty wobbly. It's like those earthquake buildings that kind of just twist and shift. <laughs> just stinks. <laughs> it will feature a unique side core design to allow for flexible office configurations and terraces on every fourth floor. The elevator's on the outside, so it's like the urethra. Like it a, looks like a vein. Like a, a tube going up the side of it. In order to see Pen 15... <laughs> The plan must be approved by the Empire State Development Corporation. But where did they get the name Pen 15 from? Maybe it is on Pennsylvania Ave. 15? Because it's P E N N. It must, maybe it is. Maybe that's, oh man, if that's the case, they are so stupid. (laughs) It doesn't say anything about where they came up with the name in here. Name it Gina Tell 15. Name it Crystalia 15. Crystalia 15. Wow, I really wish they They don't explain where the name come from? No. <laughs> it doesn't. It So this is just a news headline that's not like 
Can you believe it? It's more yeah, like, hey, there's a new building this coming This is an actual d- legitimate <laughs> article <laughs> that no one realized that they're naming it the penis building. The penis building. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess Penn Station is around there, so it must be on Pennsylvania Ave. Oh my god. <laughs> That's funny. A bunch of old idiots. What should we name uh, our building? Uh, Clit 17. Yeah. Toxic yeah. masculinity. Freud Avenue. <laughs> this is what Freud's always wanted, buildings to be penises. Speaking of toxic masculinity, you remember a couple weeks ago that uh, the blockage of the Suez Canal, a.k.a. my penis? Remember that when there kind was of, a, yes. a, a ship that went, went sideways, sideways and like blocked the, it, like Austin Powers. Well, Egypt's first female ship captain. Oh no! Fears for her career after she was blamed falsely for the Suez Canal blockage when she was aboard a vessel two hundred miles away. What? So she wasn't even on that vessel. No, she wasn't anywhere near it. She was just on like... Must have been that new woman we hired. She was riding a camel like 200 miles away. Well, you see... Must have been that chick. The captain was distracted by her low-cut top, (laughs) so that's why... (laughs) The whole ship went sideways. She had a low-cut top and a mullet, super distracting, so (laughs) we just uh, just crashed. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe... She was supposed to be piloting the ship. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's making her getaway. But she was uh, two hundred miles away in some kitchen somewhere. Fucking doing chick stuff. Doing woman stuff, huh? Right, Egypt. Having her period or something. It must have been the woman. Uh, she's <laughs> nowhere near the ship. Well, fuck. Blame her anyway. All right, yeah, I'm good with that. All right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Fucking apparently, I think Egypt's pretty backwards with that uh, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Still. Oh, yeah. That whole area. If you're a woman in the Middle East, just just move away. Just move. I don't think it's that easy. I don't easy. think it's that easy, no. Obviously, it's not that easy. Uh, here we go. Because they all go to Germany, and then Germans hate them. Sweden and shit, and then everyone hates you there, and they're like, I was just trying to escape a bad place. Like, look. Sweden, I know you're not a big fan of me, but uh, the men in my country literally raped me and cut my hands off. So, yeah. Don't let them in. I'm fine, though. I mean, what am I going to do? Steal? My name's Persepolis. I can't. I have no hands. <laughs> uh, police say they found Mafia Fugitive on YouTube <laughs> posting cooking tutorials. <laughs> He's just sitting there making a salami sandwich. Just... <laughs> Gabagool. All right, so you're going to want to crush that garlic like it's two weeks behind on a payment. <laughs> well, take that steak off early because it keeps cooking even after it's out of the... The juices keep it cooking as <clears throat> even after it's on the plate. All right, so the first thing on my mind after a long day of burying bodies is a delicious baked ziti. <laughs> <laughs> Zitis? Is that a type of cereal? Ziti is a type of uh, uh, pasta. Like, like zoodles? Uh, yes, like z- it's it's alphagettis. Oh, <laughs> with only the Zs. Zds, just Z and D. That's the only Z and Ds. <laughs> yeah, you got to pick through all the uh, letters of the alphagettis until you get all the Zs and Ds. Yeah, it's just the it's like the MTF of Costco. 
It's like just all the scraps and leftovers. All right, we're going to make our own ground chuck burgers. You want to make sure that the, the meat grinder is nice and clean first. <laughs> make sure there's no human remnants in there. Make sure that garlic is smashed nice and... Nice and nice. Slice that garlic with a... Crush it like it's two weeks behind on the payment, and you gotta get your money. You slice it with a razor, and then pretty much liquefies in the pan. Yeah, it's just the guy <laughs> teaching him to cook pasta sauce. In prison. Actually, that's, that's, that's where Stuart learned to cook pasta sauce, with some guy on YouTube. From maybe it's, maybe it's this guy. Well, he said it was the guy, a guy on YouTube had like a 20-minute video, and it was just the, Did he have the, the Goodfellas scene. A white scene. wife beater on? Pretty much. You can't have a shirt on when you cook. Fugitive hid face on cooking videos, but was ID'd by his tattoos, reports say. Why would you... Like, I'm, I know I'm a fugitive, but I've got to get my cooking tips out there. I've got to. Apparently they're that good. An alleged mafia fugitive hiding from Italian police in the Dominican Republic was arrested after being spotted showing off his cooking skills in instructional videos he posted on YouTube. Everyone around him's like, you were supposed to fucking lay low, you idiot. You made a YouTube channel? Hey, what am I going to do? I got to mm-hmm. tell people about this gabagool. I want to dance. <laughs> I got to. I can't help it, man. I got to fucking cook. All right, today I'll be making sleeps with the fishes tacos. <laughs> <laughs> now you fry that dirty rat in the skillet for a good three minutes. These tacos are so good, they're going to sit in the bottom <laughs> of your stomach like they got cement shoes. <laughs> This one's called Big Pussy Gonna Sleep with the Fishes. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. This is just a ridiculous hey, thing. Hey, Ma, where's the fucking seasoning? I'm gonna go get the seasoning. Get the seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tom, Tommy Two Seasoning. Hey, Ma, you got a ni- can I borrow this knife? What for? I gotta make a YouTube video. <laughs> I gotta cut off the hoof. <laughs> so weird making a YouTube cooking channel. Alright, I'm gonna make an apple pie. Gonna wanna make sure that the apples are nice and clean. Go get your shine box. <laughs> <laughs> shine these apples real good. <laughs> All my life I wanted to be a YouTube cook. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now all my meals is just egg noodles and ketchup. <laughs> all my life I wanted to be a tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just got like that dumb like xylophone music in the yeah. background where it just shows people's hands like, ooh, here's a garlic, smash that, and just slaps it all together. Just starts whacking it with the butt of his gun until it's mashed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice minced garlic right <laughs> Want to tenderize this meat Takes out a baseball bat And just starts beating the shit out of it <laughs> You're going to want to cut the steak into strips Just start stabbing it <laughs> <laughs> Throws it in his trunk <laughs> Yeah he just opens his trunk Pulls out this big slab of beef <laughs> Looks around first Pulls out a carpet <laughs> Brings the carpet inside, unrolls it. It's just meats, just <laughs> different meats. <laughs> oh. Oh. It's just such a fun juxtaposition. I know. It's just, just like, what are you gonna do? Uh, you know, I've been thinking YouTube tutorial. <laughs> so what am I gonna do with with all my uh, with all my skills? <laughs> so I'm gonna. What I'm cooking up today is the dog I sat on while I was on heroin. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's he doing cooking? I thought he was an interior decorator. <laughs> Mark Farron Claude Biart. That doesn't sound not Italian a very at all. good mob name. Not a good undercover name if he's in the witness protection. An alleged member of the Nidragheda. Nidragheda. Huh? N D. How do you pronounce N and followed by a D? D. Dragata. I think the N is silent, so it's just Draga. Dragata. A criminal organization based in the southern Italy. In southern, not the southern Italy. Oh! Reportedly hit his face in the cooking videos, but failed to hide his tattoos, leading to his identification. The man had been hiding since law enforcement. <laughs> Do his tattoos have his name? His yeah. like, last name in there? <laughs> just says Mark Fair and Claude Biard on his chest. <laughs> the big heart around a knife. <laughs> Um, the man had been hiding since law enforcement ordered Biard's arrest in 2014 for criminal drug trafficking and trafficking. Hmm. The 53-year-old. 53, and he just can't just lay low? He's got to get his... Like, he was not even born in the generation that lives on the internet, so he could easily just not have done this. Or just worn a shirt with sleeves, <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> True. Just wear a long sleeve shirt. Uh, I can't cook if I'm not in my white wife beater. Stirring the sauce for eight hours. That's his, <laughs> that's his YouTube channel is ten hours long. Stirring Just stirring sauce. sauce. Making sure the sauce don't stick. Camilla. <laughs> no, I just got to leave my, my brother who's in a wheelchair. He's going to stir the sauce for a little bit and I'm going to go out. <laughs> Every recipe he makes. And finally, to top it off, a little garnish of gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, using gabagool as a garnish, <laughs> <laughs> like it's basil. <laughs> Just a little spritz of gabagool. Just a little sprinkle of gabagool. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. Hopefully, there's. I'm gonna try and see if I can find some of these Man, for next week. You can't week. deny yourself, dude. If you have a calling for something, you gotta yeah, do it. Yeah, people need to know. <laughs> Well, you got arrested, so we won't be making any new ones. But I wonder if they're all still out there. Yeah, I'm going to try and find them for down next week. Page. See if we can find them. I hope not. Epic Def Dude's still rolling. He got arrested. He was betrayed by a YouTube channel in which he showed betrayed. off his Italian cooking skills. It's a fucking rat. I know. There's was, a rat in YouTube. I know it was you, YouTube channel. He had a dream of like you, this YouTuber. <laughs> I know it was you. Blinky ninety one breaks my heart. He's a fish, and he's like. <laughs> had a dream he was cooking on a boat and then Blinky91 was a fish and started talking to him. You know I'm good. I'm a <laughs> you know I'm a rat, right? <laughs> no, you're a fishy. That's fucking... <clears throat> yeah, well, so good. Can't deny yourself, dude. It's the number one thing. Make you happy in life, dude. Just keep doing it, dude. At least Unless, it was cooking tutorials. It wasn't yeah, it like wasn't mafia killing, tutorials. Yeah, it wasn't killing people. Oh, uh, today on how to be a mafioso. I'm going to show you how to segment a body. Yeah. <laughs> in a bathtub. Gonna <laughs> want to make sure that you got a real sharp butcher's knife. All right, I'm going to show you how to break into this card game and steal their goods. <laughs> You're going to want to make sure you got a sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> and two good guys by your side. <laughs> Someone, two guys you trust. All right, I'm going to show you how to talk to your friends, but first turn on a loud air conditioner so that the people that are bugged your house can't hear you properly. Before you rob the card game, make sure that Chris Moltisanti's not there. 
Because he will shoot you in the face. <laughs> He'll make you dance. He'll make you dance. <laughs> He'll make himself dance. Yeah. Isn't that weird, dude? Goodfellas, he was the one dancing. And, and then, then he does it to a guy at a card game, huh? Well, I know he does it to a guy in a cough in a in a deli. Oh. Still made him dance? Though. Still made him dance. Just the way that Spider died. I thought I thought you said you was all right, Spider. No, I was not fucking all right, no, Spider. No, I, I thought you said you, you okay, Spider. What the fucking stupid piece of shit, <laughs> Spider? No, get me my fucking drink. I'm sitting here like a fucking moron. Go fuck yourself. What you... S- Oh, come on, leave the kid alone. <laughs> you gonna let him get, get away with that? Yeah, fuck. We were kidding, Tommy. <laughs> fuck. Yeah? <laughs> he doesn't give a shit, though, dude. <laughs> Tommy, but played by Simon Birch. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Goodfellas remade with... Simon with Birch. Simon Birch as Tommy DeVito. <laughs> I think that would be a winner right there. It was almost too good. <laughs> fuck you, tell me to get my shine marks. <laughs> Say you're sorry. <laughs> I don't shine shoes no more, okay? I don't shine no shoes. I don't wear shoes. I got crutches. <laughs> I can't use a baseball bat. It gives me tremors. Because the last time I swung a bat, it didn't end well. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey, you better watch. If you if you don't have our money by Saturday, we're going to come back and we're going to hit a foul ball right into your fucking brain, okay? Right into your mother's right head. Right into your fucking mom's temple. <laughs> As Jim Carrey is narrating it. This would be the baseball game that changed my life. The one time he swings. I'm waiting for my pitch. <laughs> hey, here's my shipment of cigarettes. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta do business. <laughs> Dante's wondering why he doesn't have his money yet. Are we gonna have to come back here tomorrow and torch the place? <laughs> Throws a Molotov. At the store, but it goes way off to the left and hits, a, <laughs> hits the guy's mom in the in the temple again. I'm sorry. Wasn't there something to do with an armadillo in that movie? Or you ate an armadillo or something? Or am I thinking of something else? I don't remember. There's a part where they they're like in someone's house and then they eat an armadillo or something. Part where the, yeah, it sounds familiar. There's a part where he's eating some food that he's or a not possum sure about. or a arma- I think I'm I think sure. Po- Maybe it was. A, I, don't I don't fucking know. Simon Maybe you're Birch. just uh, having childhood flashbacks. I think it might be. <laughs> when I started COVID. <laughs> Josh, come on now. Here's how big this armadillo. <laughs> You ever had two armadillos at the same time? Okay, Mom. <laughs> Come on now, mm-hmm. I'll be right there, Mother. <laughs> yes, Mother, I'll be there. It's my armadillo, Just Mother. Just finishing my cooking show. <laughs> how to cook armadillo. <laughs> right, so today we're going to teach you how to cook armadillo. This is Phyllis Diller making armadillo. <laughs> Welcome back to Phyllis Diller making armadillo. <laughs> With some dill. Put some I dill on that armadillo. I just realized my Phyllis Diller impression was actually just Carol Channing. <laughs> and by Carol Channing, I mean it's my impression of Ryan Stiles' impression of Karen, Carol Channing. Who's Carol Channing? I don't know. She would be someone that Ryan Stiles always did a voice of on Who's Line oh. Anyway. 
I'm Carol Channing. <laughs> That's all I remember. I don't know who the actual woman is. I think she's like a, a ch- children's uh, host or something for TV shows. Mm. Carol Baskin? Yeah. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> Anyways, is that an episode? I think it might be. Okay. Well. We'll see ya on the flip-flop. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see my friends and family in my life flash before my eyes. That sounds fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>